What's going on, guys? Welcome to our uh, new episode of Shaws and Kings out here with Keith, uh, Weapon X. And we got a guest on the show today, um, goes by the name of Young Casper. Uh, welcome to the show, dude. Hey, yo, what's going on, man? Thank you for having me. I appreciate all you guys. You know what I'm saying? I've been trying to spread the word as well. You know, homie's a good friend. Of, Weapon's a good friend of mine. So I, I appreciate you guys having me on, first of all. You know what I'm saying? So thank you. Yeah, man, it's a pleasure. And, uh, you know, I, I had a chance to kind of check you out and... Uh, so you're a Filipino hip hop artist, correct? I'm Korean. I'm Korean. No, I'm just Korean. I'm Filipino. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, wait. I Google. I I Google the flag. Oh, I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm Filipino, straight up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my Word. parents. I mean, I was born here, but my parents are straight up Filipino. Um, and I just joke around with being Korean and Chinese because Asian people look alike and shit to me, at least. So you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Filipino. I speak the language and everything, and uh, yeah, proud to be. You know, that's awesome, dude. So, um, how how long? Because like I you know I I checked out uh, some of your stuff. You're pretty good. And, oh, gracious, um, man. Thank you. Yeah, of course. You you definitely bring a type of like presence. And, and like your videos are like, you know, I'm like, I'm really impressed with the video quality and oh, thank uh, you. you bring a certain type of energy, I think is pretty unique. So, yeah. uh, so, you know, like something like, you know, part of the thing with the show is like, we like to just talk to people who are doing their thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, cause we believe that like the people become the strongest versions of themselves or the best versions of themselves when they're actually doing what they want to do and pursuing what they love. So in like, in your case, it's music. So, yeah. uh, and like, that's why we want to like have you on the show. So like, uh, you know, like, you know, I'm a rapper weapon X is a rapper. So yeah. 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 So what got you into hip hop? Uh, well, you know, as weapon knows, cause I've, I've known weapon for a long time too. Um, we all started out, I mean, I think every artist gets in the, uh, in the music their own way. And uh, as for me, you know, um, I've had, you know, a di very different childhood compared to other people. I bounced around a lot. I came from a broken home. Um, you know, my parents was always fighting and stuff. So music was like my getaway, you know, just like other people, you know, instead of doing crazy stuff or trying to just get away from bad stuff, I was always bumping music. And um, in a weird way, like when my dad was not, you know, getting too physical with my moms. He, he was always playing music even when I was a kid kid. So like music was just always around me, good or bad, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. So um, as a kid, you know, I first got into poetry um, just cause I had to get my feelings out. And then, you know, middle school, I started to, you know, I'm, I was always around my cousins. And at that time I'm a nineties kid. So, you know, nineties is a hip hop golden era. And my cousins was playing Wu-Tang Clan, you know, um, Jurassic Fire, um, you know, <clears throat> KRS One, you know all the all the you know gems of the '90s, and and I, I had a nice foundation because hearing them and get into the vibe, um, I, I like the fact that you mentioned energy earlier with the way I rap because being around them, first and foremost, when you get into music, like I, I, if you understand the idea of what energy is, it's it's something that you can't see but you could feel it. So um, I like the fact that people can finally say that out loud and feel the energy from me because you know it took a little minute you know everyone works on their craft and um i grew up like i said with my cousins and try to freestyle oh, i say try because you know i'm a student in the game so you try and you get kind of good and someone says you suck and you try to get better uh at the end of the day i always figured music for me was an outlet um so i never uh, quit or stopped it was always a getaway for me that's why whenever i could get my hands in the music or or try to get in the music i always did high school got in a rap and poetry when it, and that time, um, Eight Mile was popping, so yeah. uh, you know, Jin was popping uh, at that time too. So, like, I was always the Asian guy, it's like, oh, let's battle the Asian guy. So, I have a little background in that too. I'm not saying I'm good, but I'm saying, like, I was so in love with music that I, I, I'm like a gladiator, like, throw me out there, let me see what I could do, trying to see what I was good or bad at. Like, I wasn't scared of getting hit with some crazy ass lines, I just wanted to get better at saying lines, and the only way to do that was to get out there. So, um, I had a background in that. Um, so, so you Weapon, were a no, battle rapper, like in no, no, no. I, I just, I just, you know, tried everything. So I would, when battle came up, I would just, I'm one of the ones that would join in just because I wanted to rap. So if someone yeah. said freestyle, I'll jump into that too. But since yeah, yeah, Eight yeah. Mile was popping, everybody battled. So I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. fuck it, I'll join in. Even mm -hmm. though 
I'm kidding you. I'm not playing around. Every time they always want to battle Asian guy, and I never back down, even though I got my ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's, Dude, it's very yeah. easy to say all Asian people look alike. You think your ass is the best? Take your ass to Panda Express, and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I grew a thick skin. You know what I'm saying? Weapon knows that, and, and yeah. it, it was just trying to earn my stripes. You know, um, yeah. fast forward to everything else. I had a chance in Philippines to get into music. And I was able to get on a show and whatnot. So then uh, basically what I'm trying to say is even though I'm getting kind of high, like I went in the underground scene in terms of not just trying it out and just trying to rap wherever I could. And then I got to a stage where, oh shit, some people thought I was cool. Um, yeah, you can rap, but let's just, let's, 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 I had a manager. So he's like, let's turn you into a singer. I was 18. I dropped out of college. I went to Philippines for three years and I did. Uh, <clears throat> what star stuff, yeah. right? You were on star Yeah, star. that and the, and the, you know, that modeling that uh, weapon likes to, you know, joke around <laughs> in a funny Oh, yeah, way. you got to see some yeah, of this guy's like, photos from his modeling you know, days, man. And, and I, I was really out there, you know, like other people kind of say it, but I have, I have, you know, I can show you stuff that I, I did this, I did that. And that's not because that's the show. That, that just means like it just shows how hard I tried to get better at, you know, whatever I'm doing. Yeah. And then long story short, you know, did some cool stuff on a TV show, whatever. It was cool. Ended up coming back here on some other crazy stuff. That's when I met Weapon. So that's actually a big Black part of your... and them. So that's a big part of the story. Like you were on a TV show. Um, yeah, yeah, I can say that confidently. Yeah, TV show. I was in a couple extra. I was had small parts in movies. Um, my my, I did some music and they played my jingle in the mall. You know, like yeah, like schoolgirls chasing after him. Yeah, man. <laughs> like no joke. I was like Justin. There's Lee a video Bieber. out there. Justin Lee YouTube. Bieber, bro. Yeah, uh, it's it was pretty cool back when there was no um, camera phones back there. I mean, there was camera phones, but it was like those 10 second cameras. Like people yeah. would be taking me walking in the mall with a 10 second camera. It was like it was it, it, I miss it. And I had a taste of it. That's why I worked so hard, because it's like not because of the fame, but it was because like that energy that I feel like when I walk in the room, they know me. So now it's not because they know me being famous, but know me like of my craft and my art. And, yeah, and you know, yeah, I highly I, I take pride in that, you know, like if someone says, yo, I love the energy, like what you said. I, even if you didn't know my name, but you're like, yo, the energy, I felt that. That's what that's what I really go for, you know? So when you went to the Philippines and, like, you noticed that, like, you had, you had like, a fan base there. Like, yeah. you, had a, you know, like, did that did that do something for you? Because, and I asked that because, like, me and Weapon, uh, you know, like, after many years of, like, doing our thing, we found that, like, we have a connection with, like, the Persian community. Yep. And it, it, it turns out that, like, that's our main fan, you know, like, that's our group. That's our uh -huh. thing. Um, yeah. Like, did, did you have a similar experience with the Philippines? And also, out of, out of curiosity, is there like yeah. a Filipino American hip hop scene the same way there might be like a Iranian American hip hop scene? Yeah, yeah. So, so um, I'm, I'm glad you asked that, and I'm glad I could touch on it. Like, so when I went to Philippines, it was like 2006, right? 2007, yeah. and I, I I graduated 05. That kind of shows you how old I am. You know, what I'm saying dirty thirty, baby, not there. So, <laughs> like, um. You know, 2007, hip-hop over there, rapping, hip-hop, even, like, commercial rap, they looked at it as, like, eh, anybody could do that. Or, eh, that's, that's that's not really for, that's that's for, like, the lower class in Philippines, you know? Like, oh, for yeah. some reason, they're very conservative. Because in rap, you talk about women, drugs, bitches, you know what I'm saying? And Weapon knows, Mr. Chow be talking about, you know, bitches and all that shit, too. So, like, whenever I would rap, they were like, nah, at that time, okay? At that time, they'd be like... Don't rap about that. We need you. We need a clean cut image. So I, I say that because when I got into that, that was my first experience with holy shit. They don't really want me to sound like how I want to sound. But mm -hmm. since I wanted to be in it, I'm like, OK, let me conform. Let me let me do it like this might be my last shot. And, you know, it was fun. Everything did good. But still the underground rap scene, it, it was like I would have I would still did my shows over there, but it wasn't as a big fan base as it, it is now. Yeah. Like now, I could, you know, from Looney to Abra, you could Google those foods. Like hip hop over there now is trending. Like everybody wants to be a rapper over there now. Now you can walk around with tattoos over there. At that time, you know what I'm saying? I remember my homies that had tattoos. Uh, they had to cover them because it wasn't like it's a little conservative in Philippines. You know, like if you got a tattoo, you're probably a gangster. And, and not, not that, you know, you, can, you can't have a tattoo, but they just perceived you as that. So it was just, you know, oh, interactions were different. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you know, you guys know what I mean. Like in your home country, it's a little, 
when they when they see you with tattoos and you talk a certain way, you say fuck shit, bitch. They're like, oh, I think you're a drug dealer. He, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Straight up. With and and you and whether you do or do not or however you talk, that's that's it. You there's nothing you can that. change. That's how they look at yeah. you. So, um, with that being said, I was like I said over there. It was very underground. I came back here, and um, you know, seeing it blossom over there, I'm like, whoa. I, want, I, I do have a foundation there because everybody that's blown up there, they fuck with me. They're like, yo, come back here. We got, come back here. Uh, do we um, lose you, bro? Oh, there you are. My bad, my bad, my bad. Um, oh, you can you see me now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can see my chinky face. <laughs> no. Oh, God. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, um, damn, I'm high. What was I talking about again? Yeah, you were talking oh, no, about me, how me. everybody fucks with you over there, and they ask you. To oh, come back. yeah, thank you, thank you. So, like everybody that I I rap with over there that that and and they're popping out, they're famous. They still fuck with me because they knew I was there in the early stages. They knew that I'm not a pretender. I was there, like I really put in work. And then me coming back over here, and they see that I'm trying as well, being underground scene and weapon knowledge. You know, I, when I met, you know, just to put a little segue, did did weapon tell you guys how we met? Uh, I don't think oh, so. Uh, actually. No, no. This is gonna be a story. <laughs> oh man, yo, man, you know, oh, shit. me. I love weapon. I love weapon now. Like, man, I love weapon. But back then, he was a scary motherfucker, man. I'm telling you, like, and, <laughs> and I say this, that this was when oh, 2014. Uh, this was 2000. When was it, weapon? Like the music it's been what, like eight, nine hours, years now. Was it? What is it? Twenty twenty one. Yeah, now, man. Right? It's been eight nine years now. So what is this? Two thousand twelve, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So this this is prior to you doing writer's block. Yep, and this is prior to me rapping. I just I was I would just come and pop up because Black, you know, and and uh, shout out Black. Uh, Black was another homie that I went to high school with, and he knows that I was trying to rap too, and he would just message me one day, say, "Yo, come by," you know. Some people are rapping. I know you. You know, he's been trying to be rapping. And he's like, "I know you don't want to rap right now, but just come through." Um, so I'm like, all right, cool. Let me try it out. I, I flaked the first time, then the second time, I'm like, oh, I'll come through. So then I came through, and I, you know, I'm I'm going on Instagram or well, Facebook at the time, and I'm looking at some artists that he mentioned because I start, you know, googling people and da da da. And I came across Weapon, right? And at that time, Weapon had this cipher with with the, you know, with that cipher that you guys yeah, had the going on. Cipher effect. Cipher well, effect. The music cypher is straight cipher effect. That's yeah, right. man. And every was bar heavy. This shit was like raw, dope ass fucking lyricism. Like this was a little intimidating. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And then I'm looking at it, and then and then I'm looking at the phone, right? The cell phone. And then I see weapon in the corner. And then Bobby was like next to me. He's like, "Yo, that's him right there." I was like, "Oh man, that that's weapon. He's here." And then Bobby was like, "Yo, he's gonna be checking out your shit. If he doesn't like it, he's gonna tell you." And I was like. <laughs> Oh man, fuck, dude! I don't know if I could do it today, bro. Man, I, I don't know, bro. And I, you know, I say that to say because the intimidation factor was not necessarily in terms of yo, man. I don't know if I could do this. I just wanted to know that I could impress him enough to even just conversate with me. At the time, that was the respect I level I had because, yeah. in terms of the you know lyricism and art form, I was like, yo, I gotta. This is what I gotta be. I gotta be up to this level to even compete. Mm. So, yeah, that that was that was my thing with weapon, and ever since then, you know, it's been lovely. We've worked on a lot of stuff with my art form, and weapons had a lot of help and hand in that. You know, he, weapons see me at my dark times. Like as an artist, bro, I'm I'm one of the realistic MCs where like my 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 experiences fuel the way I write and rap and freestyle, or whatever. So, yeah, yeah weapons yeah. see me. I, I've been through, man. I, uh, my ex-wife <clears throat> is crazy as a motherfucker, but. You know, she made me who I am now because I was in a dark place and Weapon would be there to like, you know, just talk me through it. And and he didn't say, you know, keep doing music, but just the fact that he was there trying to be there as a person, that was like fueling me because I'm like, this food does not have to be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, level. man. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'm just trying to support another an artist, artist in the community. You, you know what I'm saying? You with my boy. And uh, I saw what you were going through. So, you know. I just had to, you know, as a person, aside from being a musician, I just had to reach out to you and, you know, be there to support you because at the same level, you've been there to support me. I mean, you looked at me at one point as like up here, but the, like I told you these days, especially these days, I consider you like a peer. So like, it's not like 
you're down here what, and up what? here anymore. <laughs> so, but yeah. you know, everybody you know gets mean? to when you get to know each other. I mean, when people get to know each other and you realize that other people are genuinely good people, you just you know if you just feel like it's the right thing to give them someone a helping hand because at the end of the day, like. I don't know if I would be me or where I am if somebody didn't reach out to me, give me a chance, or try to help me through some of my rough times. So, you know, I just tried to pay it forward. I said you know? it, yeah. <laughs> As you should. And, you know, that not every artist lives like that. And, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that you even considered, you know, bestowing that type of energy on me, like it paid dividends years later on, man. Cause, like, man, the great asshole, you know, turned Casper into Mr. Chow. And, you know what I'm saying? Fuck, ain't nobody fucking with me now because. If the fact that someone like you had my back, now that I'm able to just, you know, stand on my own two feet and, you know, um, people respect me a lot more now because I speak my mind more, you had a lot of helping with that. And sometimes some artists need to connect with other artists that are like, you know, in the same realm, but like they think different. And, you know, being around that type of energy, it made me a better writer. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it made me a better performer. That absolutely seeing you on Black, uh, always performing and stuff like I, I definitely watched, you know, I watch people. I watch people that don't perform good, do perform good, perform amazing Michael Jackson to like your next door neighbor. But like the reason I'm like that is because I want to get better. And y'all definitely had to help a hand in that, man. Cause I'm telling you, man, music's a beautiful thing, especially when you see artists like yourselves and me and, you know, the fellow people listening or whatever, like it's definitely a love. And when you know that person would like bleed for the type of art and music that they're writing, like, you just form a connection and bond, you know what I'm saying? That stands the test of time. And that's how I try to say with people in Philippines, they knew I was, um, you know, out there in the, you know, dive bars in Philippines, in a third world country, trying to rap, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, to me, it was, I just rapped wherever, wherever I could. And I still hold that now. Um, and I, I, it's just a mentality that, you know, if you put in the work hard enough and you're patient and persevering, like people start listening, you know. I, I always think exactly. of that meme. I always think of that meme. You ever seen that meme where like there's a dude, there's two pictures, and then there's a dude mining for gold, and he's like right next to the gold, but then he he like gave up, and there's yeah. another dude almost there, you know. I, and basically, it doesn't have to be that meme, but that's that idea. Like you never know how close you are until you uh, until you keep going, yeah. right? If if humans really just stopped when they told when they were told to stop, we wouldn't be in space right now. And that's kind of like my mentality with music right now. Like I'm just trying to push limits to the point where I never thought I could. And that's just the type of person I am now, even in real life, because you know, everybody. And the world is a crazy place, and you, I'm just trying to fill it with music. Even talking about my crazy shit, you know. So what does well, that? You got definitely got a work ethic. I got credit you for your work ethic. You did that on your own. You can go ahead and ask about it. Oh, man. Him. No, work at that's yeah, good. I, I wanted to ask, like, because you were talking about the three feet of gold. And, yeah, that's a story I saw, I read about in Napoleon Hill's book, um, you know, um, How to Get Rich. Ah, I forgot the name of the book or something. Uh, but, but anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm with you, though. I'm with you, Yeah, so what does gold mean to you? Like, what is it that because um you're having a journey with music you're on this path that seems to be working out great for you so like what is it like what does that gold like like how do you know you're you have that gold in your hand you know because that that gold is different for that, every artist right look to hear i would say yeah i would say that's a good question i love that question actually i would say um and you got to walk through my mind to get what i'm saying like i'm running after the gold right and the more i do it because I'm feeding off the energy and my eagerness not to not to get fame. And when I was a kid, I wanted to be famous. And, yeah. you know, as a kid, you want, I want to be famous. I want to be everyone's blah, blah, blah. Okay. I had a little taste of that. So for me now, when I knew that I wasn't famous, but I still kept doing underground shows and I still want to do music, I knew that I loved it so much that if I just keep loving it enough, I'm going to get to something, whether it's gold, diamonds, or whatever. What I mean by that is it's not the dollar amount because my life is getting better so much that the music has kind of taught me to be a better all around like worker person and anything. What I mean by that is as a, it's, it's making me realize that as long as I put my mind to it, I could do anything. So my kids now are living better. I didn't have the same childhood. So I feel like if they're my 
my everything in my world and they're living great and they're doing good. They're able to go to college because I didn't. And they do all that. That's to me, that's my goal. Gold and goal. Like if they're able to do things that I didn't have the chance to and they didn't have to go through the stuff that I went through, then then that for me will be the dollar amount. So it's not a dollar amount. It's just the fact that they're set. You know, my dad yeah. died when I was 22. So my dad died when I was 22. He never met my first daughter. I got five kids now. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm a dad all the time. I had two jobs. I have to do two jobs. Why did I say all that? Because the fact that my dad left me with nothing, he really left me with something, the drive to make my kids' life better. You know what I mean? So to me, gold isn't the dollar amount for me because, you know, I can survive off of whatever. But the fact that if I could leave my kids, if I die now, I could die happy. That's my goal. You know? Die happy. To die happy knowing that they're good. Like, I yeah. ain't got to worry about them. Like, my job's not finished yet. If I'm still, you know, I'll know. Like, when I think they're good and they, like, they don't need me no more, even though they say, you know, don't leave us. Like, I'll be, I'll die happy there. As much as my dad, I don't want to say my dad died when he did because he had to, but I kind of, he had to because I, I took the mantle. I took care of my mom's. My mom's when it was in a psych hospital at the time going through suicide watch. Like, it made me take care of her better. I put my sister to nursing school. It made me a... a you know what I'm saying? It made me want to take care of them. So, yeah, that's that's my goal, basically. Like, when my kids are good and I can die happy. Okay. No, that's, I mean, there's totally a noble thing, man. Um, you know, like, hardships create artists. Um, and yeah. Oftentimes, it's that pain that forces us to, like, come back to the table uh get the pen i out. was born in darkness yeah you know. <laughs> 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 you'd be a little quiet over there you guys shaheen's uh, asking good questions i'm uh i'm trying to think hey, of stuff he already don't discredit yourself hey, but man, uh <laughs> i'm always open to answering anything you know yeah um one thing i can think of off the top of my head uh what advice would you give to other artists who are coming up like i know you've got a lot of drive to persevere and keep going but like mm-hmm. artists who are struggling, who maybe feel like, oh, there is no gold at the end of this t- tunnel I'm digging. Like, how do you get through that? And how, what kind of advice would you give to them? I would say, you know, in the beginning, you know, it depends on what stage in your life. You know, like the 10 year old version of me is different from the 20 year old version from the 30 year old version. I'm pretty sure, you know, even when situations change, like my answer might be different throughout the years and meeting other people from all walks of life. Um, from overseas to people that never do underground shows to famous cats or whatever. One thing that I do know is that if you're, cause you know, it's a tough road and oh, yeah. there's going to be a lot of ups and downs, probably more downs than up. Oh yeah. And I, and yeah. I, yeah, you know, and I, I look at it like in a samurai sort of way where like, if you just commit to this is what I love to do. And this is what I would, you know, quote unquote, die for it. Like, you can't take it out of me. You'll know. To, if you keep going, usually the ones that drop off that really ain't about it, they'll drop off within six months. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I just mean like, you know, you tested it and it ain't for you. I tried basketball for goddamn four years. And I was like, oh, shit, I should just stick to rapping. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. my advice basically is if you really love it, you really, really, really love it. And whatever you expect out of it is going to bloom and fruit and come to fruition as long as you love it enough to not quit. Because the worst thing you can do is quit, like I said, at anything. But if you work hard enough at it and you know you love it, if you love it, you'll, you'll ignore not having two people at the show. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. you really love that shit, you'll, 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 yeah. you'll go. You know, say if you hate it, but there's like, I've been to, I've been to some shows where mentally I did not want to be at the show because I was going through some personal stuff, but because I love this so much that I still went out there because I'd feel worse and it'd kill me if I don't go. Cause I know people were waiting on me and with that type of, you know, like commitment, you know, you could really change a lot of things, you know? So I would say that like, um, basically if you really love it, don't quit. You know what I'm saying? Like a marriage. And I've been to a broken home, you know, everyone, every couple goes through things. Like if you really love that person, no matter what they do for thick and thin, you're going to stick to it. So that's how music is. If you marry to the game, even if she beats you down and you make no money and people trash your CD, if you really love it, you're going to get better. Cause you know what I'm saying? No one's perfect. And they, you just got to love it. For real, man. For real. Gotcha. 
Well, that's what, because yeah. like, I've been there since Shaheen started rapping because he's my neighbor. And like yeah. when, he first, when he first started, he would get shit from all the kids in high school. Yep. Oh, like, just like constantly about what uh, a terrible that, rapper he was. And I was always like, no, nah, bro, Why you just got to keep working at it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like over time, he's gotten so much better. Like you, you still have those saved, right, Shaheen, to like release Some- one day? Cause like somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, dude, my, my, my very first, my very first track was a remix to Eminem's not afraid. Uh, that's Ooh, like, all right, all right. Oh yeah. It was, and it was like the worst thing I've ever recorded. And um, yeah, dude, look like it was honestly like it was, um, it was terrible. Um, I mean, maybe lyrically it was not terrible. It was just bad. Uh, okay. So th- that's like a, comment. but you hold it close though, right? Yeah, you know, it's like your starting point. Yeah. But here's the thing, dude. I remember like this was like the one thing because like no matter what you start at, you're gonna be bad at it until you become great at it. Like that's just no matter what it is, right? Like every legend mm-hmm. was pretty bad at what they do. Um, but I don't know, like rap was just like that one thing for me that I'm like, yo, this is I have to be good at this. Like, I was never good at sports, so I was like, okay. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is this is like I'll be good at this and, and yeah yes I got See that like, mindset hell's yeah, yeah. hell's yeah. yeah dude and it, so like I I get I I totally like relate to you, you I just had like this obsessive like desire to just want to get better each time and uh mm-hmm. dude a lot of those dudes who like trash talk me in high school for rapping like now like dm me it's like dude like you've gotten so much better like dude props you to you for still doing you see? it yes. while, while they're still working like nine to five jobs that they hate so like you see what i'm saying yeah hallelujah hell yeah i mean granted like I, that doesn't mean i don't struggle like i <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like every yeah. every day is another battle but um I don't know, but I feel like most people just become mediocre in their life because they listen content. Yeah. yeah. They just kind of accept that I can't do this one thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll just get like a safe job at like being an accountant or something. And, and no disrespect. And like no disrespect. If, you, yep. if you do those things, like those things, mm-hmm. like there's more to life than like your career, but it, it's just like, um, I don't know, man, like, like to those artists, like you just have to have like an obsessive desire, in my opinion, to keep going. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. And I'm sure you can relate. You know, every artist can relate. Rapper, like when you as a kid or actually when you other people, when they see musicians on stage, right, just like a basketball player or if someone wants to be a basketball player, sees a basketball game. Whenever I go to shows, bro, and this is what I knew, like I this is, yeah. Every time I go to a show or whatever, every time I see an artist on stage, I never looked at it like, wow, he's cool. How does he do that? I always said, I want to do that. I could do that. Watch me do that. Yeah. You know? And whenever, I never, no hate. Every time someone say, yo, that guy's dope. In my mind, I'd be like, all right, dope. I'm going I'm to be dope too. Let me watch him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that's that obsession energy too, bro. I, that's for me. Whenever, you know, I seen that as a kid, I'm like, I could do that. I tried break dancing. I tried tagging, graffiti, pop locking, all of that. Yeah. But when I got to rapping, I was like, okay, someone said, hey, you're kind of cool. I was like, all right. And then I kept going at it. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. Yeah, then yeah. that um, obsession came in, bro. I totally feel you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, and it consumes you at times. Um, and, yeah, and, like, mm-hmm. and, and you got to like... And that's the thing. You kind of have to like accept that where you are is like really good. And um, like, there's, oh yeah, sure. There's always room for improvement. Sure. Even like the, even like the legends, like Eminem, even with him, there's always room for improvement. I hope he doesn't hear this. Cause he's probably going to diss me. <laughs> 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 like, no, no, like, uh, no, no oh disrespect to the goat, but like, you know, he, uh, but every, you know, like everyone, everyone feels that way. And I, and I, and I think it's like, I feel like as an artist, sometimes like it feels really hard just to be satisfied with your current skill set, regardless of how far you've come. Like, do you ever feel that? Yeah, of course. And weapon yeah. knows, like, you know, um, some artists, look, I mean, the times, the music in the 20s, 2020s, 2010s, 2000s, 90s, whatever. If, if you know, some of the old heads, as they say, like, they say, oh man, the music today is whack, right? That's some of the OGs or whatever. Like, oh, the music today, whatever. I never looked at it like that. I always looked at it as, and I heard Lil Wayne say this, and Eminem too. 
because you could tell he's he's switching style up sometimes, you know, like or he's he's just changing, you know. Mm-hmm. The music changes, and I feel like music's always gonna be evolving and, and rotating. Like, okay, that's yeah. to me. That's that's how I you know I approach music as well. So I learn to adapt. You, you like is if if this is a if music is a concrete jungle, you gotta learn to adapt to survive. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it, and that alone pushes me to get better. Because if I'm like, if that dude raps faster right now, let me try to rap faster than him. Let me incorporate yeah. the cadence. Let me incorporate the wordplay, the 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 punchlines, all of that, the crooning, the singing. You know what I'm saying? If you can become a Swiss Army knife, you know what I'm saying? Optimus yeah. Prime with two Gatling guns and shit. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Well you, well, you just said about, like, rap, though, and, like, a lot of, like, the old heads saying, like, talking about the new school stuff. I mean, I don't know, man. There, there's so many different subgenres in hip hop now, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and me and me and Weapon uh, talked about this, uh, you know, offline. But like, you know, there's, you know, it's it's like people think that the debate is between like boom bap hip hop and uh, mm-hmm. humble rap, right? Yeah. But yeah. It, but yeah. it's but it's but there's so many more layers. There's so it. many more layers. So and, many more layers. And, and, yeah. You know, and personally, like, yeah, like I don't listen. Like, no, you know, rest in peace. Like. I don't listen to Juice World. Like I don't listen to Travis Scott. Like I respect yeah. the hell of what they do. I think it's cool. I think it's unique. But I think what the problem is is like, I I guess like my only thing is is like yo when you like a lot of people like copy their sounds now, and uh, and they try to like literally physically and like vocally just mimic what they do. And like now mm-hmm. you you talk to like a younger dude, and they're like, yeah, like what like what kind of rap do you like or like. Uh, who's your favorite rap artist? And they'll talk, and, and it's like little something, like you know, or like yeah, young, yeah, yeah. young this, little that, and and like even like my sister, who's like five years younger than I am, she's like twenty one, yeah. mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, I listen to rap, and I'm like, who do you listen to? She's like, well, I really love Tory Lane's new album. It's like Tory Lane's doesn't rap, <laughs> like like, yeah. like like I mean, like no disrespect, Tory Lane's is dope, and I actually did hear him rap like a few times, and he's good. But he like most of like ninety nine percent of the stuff he puts out singer. there isn't. He's yeah. a singer. He's a singer. Yeah, yeah. You can say mm-hmm. you like like I don't know if, if it's like R and B or how you want to classify. That's mm-hmm. totally cool. But sometimes it just irks me because like I feel like rappers who actually rap without a melody, like they just get tossed aside and they're like, oh, this person's yep. corny. Oh, yep. this person, he's too preachy. I don't yeah. want this. He's he like he sounds like I totally every- agree. He's like, oh, this person sounds like everyone else. We're like, wait, wait, wait. The guy with the message sounds like everyone else. What? Like, like, like it's like, yeah, it's like me hearing that is like the equivalent of like a white dude complaining about like racism towards whites. <laughs> like, like, what are you talking? Right. I can't tell you how many conversations Casper and I have had about oh, the man. same subject. Uh-huh. I mean, you sit there literally like late nights after like a show, dissecting like, 3 a.m. dissecting this, like eating tacos after shows. By the way, we got to get into that later. This man has an obsession with tacos and sour oh, man. kids. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think the problem is that, and that's one thing that even when I used to talk to Casper, when he was in his growing stages, as he likes to call them, um, I used to tell them like the difference between a lot of these people is they lack the knowledge and the foundation of where a lot of this stuff comes from. And yeah. that's not to say that lyricists were, is where it came from or whatever, because honestly, hip hop started late eighties and block parties and people were break dancing. And, you know, that, that was actually party music before it was lyricism and so yeah, forth. So right. it's got roots everywhere. The, the issue is that when you talk to people like in the new era, the problem is old heads, and this is why I take a different approach when I talk to people that are younger, old heads have this standoffish attitude where instead of educating the young heads on where the foundation comes from, or at least the ones that are open to it, because some people, young heads are standoffish too, but instead yeah, of educating yeah. them, they'll sit there and they'll just write them off but in by doing that you're not giving them access to the knowledge that you have regarding Mm -hmm. the foundation so when somebody like a little yachty sits there and says i don't know who tupac is or i don't listen to his music you can't really fault him all that much he was probably born when tupac died 
Exactly. And yep. nobody was there to really instill with him, him what mm-hmm. older heads had done in the past. So exactly. he's just going off of what his peers are doing. And he already has this, this attitude towards um, the music that's developed in his head that is kind of like, oh yeah, this old shit's whack. Or what does this old stuff have well, to do yeah. with me? Well, it does have to do with you. And even even so, I heard an interview later on when someone actually put Yachty on the Tupac. Tupac was like, I mean, uh, Yachty was, you know, Tupac isn't that bad. I know a few of his songs now. Granted, he wasn't his biggest fan. He didn't say that he turned into a Tupac fan overnight, but he had some acknowledgement for what that man had done for our culture. Yeah. And and the industry as a whole, so I think that's where a lot of problem lies, the disconnect, mm-hmm. and uh, you know just people who are older who are watching this show. If you've been rapping MCM for a while or been a part of the culture in any way, I would advise you to just stop having that old head set mindset and be open to you know speaking with younger <laughs> youngsters, helping their craft as much as. At the yeah. same time, maybe learning a thing or two from them because music does evolve and we yeah. do need to get used to the fact that, you know, their shit isn't going to sound the same as ours because even the generation that influences their stuff that they grow up in is not the same as ours. They've got different problems or, you know, their mm-hmm. world is a little different than ours. So it's yeah, the world the world's diff- come yeah. out different. So exactly. Um, I get into that. Um, the one thing think- I noticed is the Casper hat, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank it reminds you. me of... Uh... So recently on Joe Rogan, they had, he had the uh, the Undertaker on from WWE, and mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about how all the younger guys now are soft because all the older guys phased out at the same time and they get to mentor them. So now the program's different, and all the young guys like aren't shit basically. And it's that kind of like reminds me of like the the same mindset a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I totally agree with that, bro. Like that's a good you know comparison because I feel like. Where in rap, right? I'm not saying there's a five year life span or whatever, but within five years, a lot usually drop off. You know, it's only a few, you know, how they say cut from a different cloth. Not everybody keeps going. You know, like the more you keep going, the less, the less, the less, the less. So, like, I do agree, like, in a rap sort of way, I do agree that a lot of young guys are very sensitive and they can't take criticism. They think everyone's against them when you just say, was all right they take that all right and go oh man he's a fucking hater da, 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 da. yeah and to me like that's kind of mm-hmm. like what i feel like yeah in wrestling or basketball sometimes people they're too sensitive and when in reality sensitivity is kind of what made hip-hop like you to get better or i think my dj is better than yours you know yep. like instead <laughs> oh, of using, like that too <laughs> that's true, you know, you know? yeah so that, i love yeah, the undertaker I thing by the way because i watched a lot of undertaker episodes i mean interviews recently too and I, the wrestling business, like you mentioned, Keith, it's a lot. There's a lot that's similar in terms of mentorship and people phasing yeah. in and out and coming up. It's very similar to hip hop. Uh, I never really saw it that way, but I, I love the analogy because having watched pro wrestling um, over the years, I don't watch as much as I used to, but I do have seen. I have seen how the um, the industry has evolved. It's yeah. very similar to hip hop and the, the way that we're coming up. Yep. Yep. So I guess like I, I think like with the the generation between boom bap and uh, what's happening now, um, I just think it's such a wide gap, like that. I don't know if hip hop experience, like for example, like the the, the LL Cool J era in the eighties, versus mm-hmm. like the East versus like the Nas, Tupac, Biggie, like you know types of like boom bap flows that developed in the 90s right mm-hmm. i feel like it was a casual like a um like kind of like a like a gradual like evolution right yeah yeah but yeah. i i don't know like you know and then like then the 2000s came and you know i mean i mean yeah there were different like types of uh subgenres of hip-hop yeah. emerged and it was cool but yeah. i just feel like for some reason there's a huge gap uh between like the young like the now like the mumble stuff and mm-hmm. just like whatever was before that for some reason a, a wider gap that exi- that a wider gap now than it was like in the other eras coming up and i'm just yeah. like, trying to figure out why that is like 
It's crazy. I, I, I totally hear what you're saying, like, in terms of what the wide gap now, because in terms of how it was back then, like, even though they rapped on certain topics, you could tell L.A. Kuzi could rap. Now you're looking at it like times back then they glorified or you rapped about being a drug dealer. Now you got youngsters talking about I'm popping pills and doing this. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. literally all they rap about. You know what I mean? We're really, we are living in a very depressed uh, era yeah. right now. Like the mm -hmm. young people are really depressed. So yeah. even when I look at the times. music right now, it kind of translates into that. I'm not surprised. But I don't get depressed when listening to their music. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just get, I'm just confused. Like, I, <laughs> like, I, I shapeism, you know, they're bro. trying to sound like they're having a good time. You ever go out and party one night just to try and forget about your troubles. But the moment mm. you're done drinking and you come down, you feel like shit. That's yeah. what I feel like modern day rappers, the young rappers sound like right now. They're really trying to turn up as much as possible to forget that they've got a lot of shit that's bothering them. But then they mm -hmm. have, as soon as they're done, they just go, Ooh, and they, they, hey, as they say, you know, like the this. good, the good die young. You know, everybody for some reason, the youngsters want to join the uh, Twenty Seven Club because it's cool. You know, like, oh man, I, I live life to the fullest, to the edge. You know what I'm saying? Yolo. <laughs> yeah, Yolo. Like, oh, no. yeah. Like, dude, it's like uh, the take, take a pill in Ibiza song, right? It's a yep, nice, catchy, yep, yep. upbeat song. You listen to it in the club. Yeah. Listen to the lyrics. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it seems like the style is like they uh, they they sing and auto tune their voices on on up, Shadow T Pain on, on upbeat. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know, oh, man. I, because like when I think of like sad rap music, like what I if like you know like I think of like like Emin like a, be a beautiful by Eminem or mm -hmm. or like basically nf's entire discography you know uh, <laughs> like like to me like i feel sad emotions listening to this like that mm -hmm. that shit hits i mean and maybe that's just like my personal preference but um or even like some tupac songs um or like biggie songs like when i die i'm gonna go to fucking hell because i'm a piece of fucking shit, shit yeah, yeah. like that's sad shit and like you yeah. can tell by the tone Deep. of his voice yep. is the beat that they're playing but i don't know man like what i'm hearing today like this shit's not sad i'm like like i just i, I don't know man I, I i know i sound like a hater right now so i'm trying to like tone it down but like oh <laughs> no 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 i i will say i will say this like um, I totally you could be a hater on your own show, by the way. And, and, and <laughs> for me, like um, some of the artists, and again, it's because uh, some of the experiences, right? Um, let's say I'll just I'm gonna put an artist out there, and uh, like the weekend, okay? Yeah. I'm a big I'm a big fan of his, yeah, and yeah. some and most people probably listen to the weekend for different reasons. Yeah. Because he probably oh it's a love song, or he looks cute, you know, females or whatever, whatever, whatever the case may be. I listen to the weekend and weapon knows sometimes life experiences, whatever that involves, you relate to the song or artist more and the energy and you get sad because you know that feeling. You know what I mean? As they say, you know, let's say weapon got in the 10 fights and I got in the zero fights. And I'm like, yeah, man, it's easy to get in the fight. Weapon's like, nah, it's not that easy. Cause he knows the feeling, you know what I mean? So um, there's some artists where I'm like, okay, I didn't get them before, but now I get why. Example, Mac Miller. I never really listened to his music before because I never hit that low. But since I seen my mom from like try to twice, you know what I'm saying? I I know what, what he was trying to say now. You feel me? So I guess it's just basically if you kind of connect with it, that's when you yeah. connect. You know what I mean? But definitely during the 90s, that's kind of what we all grew, grew up in and we felt that shit because... It was times were different and a little harder back then. I remember going to school right. and getting in the fights. I don't think kids nowadays can get in the fights because the pants is so tight. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a little harder, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you remember in the 90s too, you know, like 80s and 90s, we had this whole, you know, bravado face on. Yeah. And even yeah. though we were doing sad songs, we still had to try and do it in a tough way. Tough way. I think, I think they don't yeah. really have that right now. I think you... That's why a lot of you're older heads will look at you. You're emo, you know? Yeah, like <laughs> a lot of older heads will look at me like, man, I can't feel this shit. This guy sounds like a pussy. But like, really, I mean, that's 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 kind of like the that's the wave that they're on right now. Everybody's kind of on that thing, you know? 
where in the wave in the 90s was to be this badass, you know, with baggy jeans that looked like it fucked yeah. you up from the other side of the room. Uh, that's why, I mean, even, <laughs> even when I used to go to shows, Casper knows, because he was talking about the first time I met, the first time both of us met, I was standing black, in a corner. Black leather jacket, just... black leather jacket, Chicago Bulls hat, I remember. <laughs> I, I, was, I was giving up this face like, oh my God. He's like, yo, can we work together? Get on it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's you know all he told me. <laughs> but then we, we kicked in the studio and uh, that when we finally did the session after a few texts. And we, we recently posted the uh, the photo from that day, from the throwback. When Ain't that crazy, bro? That's that crazy. Yeah. yeah. He, 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 um, he posted that up on his stories. I was like, eight years ago. Eight ago. years ago. And we connected that day. That was the day we really connected. And he just started to see, yo, this guy is such scary. Motherfucker. Yeah, you know, you know, know, you know talking chill. back and forth and but, hearing your side, how you got the music, and then me. And then, like I said, you know, I come from the 90s era. And I only, I really pride myself on that because. I think if you grew up in the 90s, I feel like you know what respect is and what earning respect is like. So when Weapon was kind of not standout, but when he was like, yeah, whatever, you know, when I first met him, I was like, okay, I got to earn this fool, this fool's conversation. And then when we hit the studio and we're going back and forth, or this how I write, let me show you some stuff. After that, I was like, you know what? These are the relationships you cherish because when you earn it, it's so much better keeping it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. hell's yeah. Yeah, dude. Shout um, out Social Lounge. Yeah, one of the things that we um that we haven't talked about though, but we're gonna tell. I, I figured I'd touch up on, is um, when we talk about worth ethic and music. It's not always just about music. Where it used to be, you used to be able to slang tapes and make a or albums yeah. and make money yeah. off of that. Now, as a branding, yeah. you got to diversify as an artist. And one thing I know that you do, and Shaheen, you do this as well. But uh, you know, I, I used to discuss this with Casper all the time back in the day. I'm guilty of not following through with it myself to an extent, but this man has like merch and this guy has taco commercials, bro. With tacos, <laughs> man. Give, give us an, actually give us some insight on how an agent guy ended up being the the face of a man. of a taco restaurant. So I, you know what? That's a good story, and that's gonna coincide and establish everything we just talked about in terms of dedication and grinding yeah. through music. So like, I love tacos and I love, you know, flying high with the clouds and stuff. So when I got hungry one time and munchies, there's a taco spot right next to my apartment building. And I, you know, I just took myself over there, tacos way, the owner of tacos way, he was flipping the tacos at that time. And I had a new CD coming out. It was writer's block and or THC, I think, the hero complex. And on some hustle stuff, I saw it was grand open. I had a shirt and merch on me, and I just walked in on some hustle stuff. It wasn't to gain his attention. Let's do a song. It was literally like, yo, get, here's the music. Check it out, you know? Mm. And I walked in to buy some tacos as well, gave him a shirt, gave him a, a CD and everything, just to go for tacos. And then that was it. You know, I had a little sticker, merchandise, you know, which was key because I did. I knew from being in the Philippines that branding was important when you want to get your name out. Cause the more people see you good or bad, the more they want to see more, you know? So um, six months later or nine months later, again, just me going in there and exchanging like, yo, check this out. Da -da. He hits me up, Gabriel, shout out Gabriel, hits me up and says, Hey man, I know you do music. I follow you on Instagram. Can you make a song for me? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't badger him when I first met him, but just the fact he thought of me and he's seen my Instagram and, this is me. I thought I was saying he just knew like I came in with good intentions with the fact that I supported him. He wanted to say, hey, let's, let's see what happens with this song. And um, a couple years later, fast forward, he's got 11 chains. Um, my music plays in his, you know, restaurants and stuff. He's got one of my songs as his T-shirts on his thing. Right. And, uh, you know, relationships is beautiful. Um, he expanded the pizza now, too. He's got pizza way now. Pizza right? way. Yeah. Pizza <laughs> way. He, you know, I want to if he's listening around, I'm going to say. The songs are ready to be released, bro, because we, we got a project and he's just waiting for this whole thing to die down to yeah. release everything. But there's a Pizza Way song, a couple of Tacos Way songs and a whole project. So I just feel like I never, when it comes to um, your music, right? And I never rushed it and got bored with it. And I knew that if it was meant to be heard, it's going to meant to be heard. And things are meant to happen the way they're supposed to, as long as you just kind of don't force it, you know? It's a good so, mentality to have for sure. Especially, it's, it, yeah. 
Oh no no go ahead go ahead I'll, go ahead. I was, I was just gonna, gonna say like answer. as artists like I um and I'm guilty of this as well like a you you're in the middle of maybe writing a song or recording it and you're like constantly thinking like well well this type of delivery or lyricism like resonate with the audience you know like it's just like, yeah you, we're our we're our uh, best or worst critics however you want to say you know yeah. like nah I think this line's whack or I should pause or you know what I'm saying yeah and then oh, sometimes yeah. oh yeah you know weapon actually is one of the people that just said. Yo, Cass, you're dope. Stop overthinking it. Just do you. Yeah. That alone, like, you know what I'm saying? And that's my my advice to you and probably your advice to me. If I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you just don't you think sometimes, yeah, bro. The best things happen sometimes when you just let the magic happen, you know? That's the only, and like, that's really the only way to get your reps in too. Because I remember for like, you know, I've been writing lyrics since like 2009, 2010. And I've been releasing, you know, at first garbage in 2010. But then, but I would say like, I would put stuff out at a pretty slow rate up until like, 2018 like hmm. you know i'm talking about like maybe six seven songs a year i'd like force out and like <laughs> but, but i feel like once i started like and then like at 2018 i did this thing where i'm like look i don't know if each verse is gonna be good and I'm, some of these verses might be trash but uh i'm just gonna put them out one once a week for like a few years mm -hmm. and really like that's when i grew the fastest you know what i mean so uh i mean not that I wasn't growing before that, but it was really like, I remember from there on out, it was just like, like, and um, that's like when mm -hmm. my following started, my following started to grow. So like really the only way to like really get your like reps in and to improve is just like, be okay with writing crap. Like, yeah, just like, yeah, say, absolutely, like bro. Yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like be okay I, with I, writing I totally, shit. Yeah. I totally agree with you. And as, as they say, you know, uh, slow movement is better than no movement. Yeah. Um, people, people are sparring. You know, boxers. I'm sure they're not. You know, Floyd Mayweather's on their first day. So as rappers too. So you only get better if you know how bad you are. If you were yeah. always cool, it's you know what I'm saying. If you're always cool, you probably wouldn't pay attention to it as much. But when you know yeah. you're flush, like, okay, I gotta work at this. Do that. Like I, I always, me personally, bro. And and as you say, like. Some people take criticisms different. Da, da, da. Me, yeah. I like it when people say, when I, I like it when my show was not perfect. When someone says, "Yo, you tried this," I'm like, even though I thought it was not in my mind, I'm like, you know what? Let's up the ante. Let's 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 push it. Yeah. Only because with with my mindset, and you know, it's it's all or nothing. So I can't be like half-assed with nah and be you know hate on that comment and like this comment. That's not right. I gotta take in every comment. If you're gonna be a sponge, you gotta take in every comment. So with all these things, I just take it into account, try to incorporate, see what works, see what doesn't. And um, sometimes I, I learned over time, like when you let things have things, you know how like when you freestyle and you just come, you just say what's on your mind, right? We've been at shows where like the mic gets pulled and this and that, and somehow the show was still dope because the energy you still carry. So no yeah. matter how perfect you try to plan a song out, sometimes if you, sometimes my best songs were the ones I never even thought that were dope. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. I, yeah, like yeah, some songs where I was like, my delivery sucked. It was so, so but then I'm like, oh, I love that song. I'm like, wow, dude. All right, I, I, I know exactly it. what you mean. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like I'll, I'll listen to like my own shit and be like, yo, like I don't mm -hmm. like this. And then mm -hmm. like I'll send it to like Weapon or I'll send it to like I'm like I'm or like other or Keith or other people and they're like, yo, this is dope. And I'm like. But and like and then like I'm still like but you guys are my friends you're gonna say that and like and then so, I'll, so I'll send it so so I'll send it to like more people and they're like yo this is like really good holy shit this is like your best one yet I'm like okay I'm not that close with you so maybe I'm maybe you're yeah maybe you're telling the truth. <laughs> okay. yeah. you always yeah, gotta no. be improving too because like Shaheen mm -hmm. you thought remember when you came out with Rise you were like yo this is the pinnacle of what I can come out with as yeah. an artist right now yeah that was <laughs> <And> like. <laughs> Now it, and now you look back on it compared to the stuff you're making now. Yeah, I can't like, even listen to Rise anymore. Right? <laughs> yeah, so like Rise was a song I dropped like in 2014, and at that time it was the best thing I put out. At that time, like comparing, mm -hmm. and and I remember like I was scared after this because I'm like, what now? <laughs> like what? Like this is it? Like and I and I honestly like at that time thought this is the song that's gonna like get me like international level like <laughs> like we, we all have those <laughs> this is gonna be that yo i invested so much money bro like i i mean 
now that I look back, I didn't really invest. Like at that time, it was. I remember I paid like five hundred dollars for a music video. I built like this massive like, uh, like this little poster board. Like I, you know, like and then I had like a bunch of my friends like take like profile pictures of him holding it. Uh, I'm putting it on their Facebook, and honestly, it worked yeah. at the time. But like, yeah, dude. But like, you'll always even like today. I'm like, yo, how do I get better than like what I am today? Like I talked, I I talked to Weapon X. Uh, the other day, I'm like, yo, like, do you ever feel like you're plateauing or like, and he's like, you just got to keep going, dude. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yes, 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 yes. And I agree with you too. There was times when I was like, damn, my, my, my these five songs kind of sound like my last five songs. I mean, that's cool, but like, it's, there's got to be something I got to try different, you know? And the only thing that I could say with, with how I got about doing that, I, I feel like it's one of those things where if you're a writer and you know, I think everyone gets writer's block in their own way, but you know how yeah. people be like, I can't write anything, right? I'm at the point now where I'm like, I don't force it. So I'll be like, oh, if I can't write it, I know I'm a good writer. It's all about mentality. So if I can't write right now, I know it's going to hit me like in a two days. I'm not even worried. Yeah. So with the mindset, I know that my mindset. Yeah, man. 10, 10, 20 years ago, my mindset was like, this is my dope song. I'm going to blow up. Then when it didn't work, it, I got down. I was like, oh, man, I thought he was going to love it mindset now i put out stuff i'll be like oh you how you how you like the song it's all right in my mind all my confidence i'm like it'll grow on you watch mindset yeah, yeah for sure yeah sure so uh you know we you know we uh so far this podcast has been going on for an hour so just wanna... <laughs> no that's dope that's hey, like that's, mr that's... mr child talks way too much my bad. no 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 we holding you up we got, be like, we got time. Like, oh, <laughs> so if I you wanna, don't tell me to shut up, I'm gonna keep going. No, no, like, <laughs> like, no. We definitely want to hear more from you. Um, I guess, like, I, I noticed your last Instagram post. You're selling merch. Uh, do you have any music up on like uh, Spotify, Apple Music, and all Absolutely, that? Absolutely, yes. Um, yeah. You know, you can you can Google my my chinky ass on uh, on just type Young Casper, and all my stuff pops up. I'm on Spotify iTunes and all that good stuff. My videos everywhere. Merchandise. You know, good. The cool thing about having your merchandise, you know, what I'm saying, is that I trademark my shit now, right? And I, I and now I'm like, hell yeah, try to jack my shit. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. I take a, I take a lot of pride in in the branding because I did work hard at you know trying to put it out there, and it took a while for people like, oh, actually no, I didn't take one, but I'm saying like it. The amount of time people don't know how much amount of time it takes into putting stuff together. The planning, the blueprints, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, man, I got a, a, a website is under construction, but definitely, obviously, just hit me up and everything's through PayPal. And I got the site up for Big Cartel or whatever. Uh, I don't, I forgot the link, but Young Casper should be. But yeah, man, um, everything's up. It's cool. I credit yeah, this man, by the way. The stuff that I hear is sometimes when we have discussions, remember I explained to you, Shaheen, baby steps. This is the motherfucker that taught me about baby steps because I was full force ahead at one point. I was just like, bam, bam, bam. Oh. I got to go. And then he's like, and then when it didn't happen right away, I was just like, man, this this man right here is like planning. Baby steps. Baby steps. Oh, oh man. I still use his sure. little quotations in there. Baby steps. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good things take time to create. The good things come to those who wait. Better things come to those who chase. But it still takes mm-hmm. time, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so I credit you for that. And um, as you know, thank, thank you. By the way, I know that it was a while, but we released recently with Black. We did Chop It Up, and then we got. What you're on your eighth project now? Is this track that you just sent me? Because I know that we're kind of announcing it now, but we're not going to tell them what it is yet. This track you sent me, the with the yeah. track, is that going to be for project number eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Project number eight. Project number eight. Yeah. So, um, eight, so what is it? Eight years now. Eight projects, right? Yeah. Every year, um, I try to drop something, and uh, so you know, doesn't I, count the features either. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, I'm always doing music and doing stuff. And, you know, it just, I never plan to, oh, I'm going to drop one every year. It's just something always happens without me asking. And it just, okay, it's time to write. And the beautiful thing about music is like, you know, and, you know, me and Webber have been friends for a long time. We're always open to work on tracks. But the beauty, that's why I always think our tracks are special, is because it's never like, all right, Webber, even though we could do that, like, here, let's, let's, let's meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But then all of a sudden, when it's like, yo, Web, I hear you. You need to get on this track. That, or, or vice versa, like, yo, Cass, there's this track, chop it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, those type of things where you know the person as a person, as an artist, 
and you hear those tracks like Amazonas, those are the special tracks that make albums and milestones and progression and whatever better, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's got to feel right. You know, it can't, it's got to be organic. It can't organic. feel forced. I, I always preach that all the time. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. Hopefully we can get a video in for that too when it's done. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, hey, uh, uh, when you was talking about, Shane was talking about the, uh, you know, spend a lot of money on that video, that single. Um, I always look at it like this, bro. I spend a lot of money on my music too and branding, whatever. I always look at it as if you put a lot of money into it, as do doctors and lawyers and whatever in their craft. Exactly. Yeah. We just it's just we just put money into our PhD. We're just more experienced. We just put money into it. That's why yeah. we know what we know. That try explaining that to your like immigrant parents, like my immigrant parents. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh my god, dude. Like, like oh man. Uh, trust uh, me, when my mom's be going crazy too, I'm just like, all right, mom, I'm gonna get out of here. You know what I'm saying? And and you know what's crazy, man? Like uh <laughs> Like people go to college, yeah. and like so many people go to college with the intention of becoming a doctor, but oh. so many you people, so, yeah, are you there? Oh man, hello, there you are. Oh, well, he's freezing up a little now. <laughs> Is that yeah. cool? Oh, there we oh. are. There I, I you think go. you're back. Yeah, you're back. There's movement. There yeah. you are. Yeah. yeah, I was just saying, like, so many people drop out, and uh, so many people, like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. they might go to college to be like a doctor or like, like try to go to med school, but instead they like chose a completely different career path so like mm -hmm. those, cause something that we hear all the time as artists is like oh well there's no guarantee i'm like true but there is no also there is no guarantee when uh you go to you go to school i mean look i i uh, I, I had an insurance job for two years um and then like I, I was 20 so basically i got laid off and they but now i didn't really care i was actually pretty pumped about it because it gave me more time to work on music but I felt bad for people who were like in their like fifties. No, is it? How long can I eat without you? My bad. What's up? No, sorry, it's sorry. No, no, it's all, no, it's all good, bro. Um, <laughs> no, it's all good, bro. I was just saying that I really felt bad for the dudes who were, or like the, the women who were in their fifties or sixties, and they mm -hmm. gave like so many years to that company. And yeah. uh, I was yep. like, well, I'm like, well, there goes that promise of the guarantee right uh, that like and did you really love it you know right. what i mean See, right that, that's why props to you props to me props to everybody on this pocket like when you love it if you walk to, if somehow something happened you're like well i fucking that's that's how much i love it that's the name of the game you know yeah was, yeah but i i know plenty of people that went to college they, they spent money and got the degree and that's not what they want to do and now they're just doing something else yeah you know yeah and the people that the, the people that i know that are doing their nine to fives like me. I had two jobs and I was still doing music, but because I was able to still do music, I'm a happy ass dude. Because I didn't look at my jobs as, I, I never looked at my jobs as my main job. Music is my main job. My other jobs is supply my music. That's how I've always looked at it. It took a while, yeah. but I'm like, nah, this is my main, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah. That's a good, that's a healthy way to think about it. Like, because um, you're, because now you have a purpose to be there at work. You know, mm -hmm. like, all right, like, did, like being at work in a way, like your nine to five job did feel like you're working on music. It's like, well, this is my music because I'm the, the bills are going to studio time or yeah. paying for a yep. lease or whatever you use your money for. So, Mentality. Yeah. Whew. So good, good shit, man. I, I man, really, so we went over an hour, huh? Yeah, yeah. There is no like time limit. There, it's just like just, oh, okay. I, I just made it. I, I just uh, made that note. Um, I do like your shit, man. Um, I think. Oh, it was thank unique. you, man. Appreciate. I think it was cool. I think you should. I think you should keep doing it. And um, thank you. Appreciate. And, it. I, and yeah, and in the Instagram post, we'll definitely give you a shout out and encourage people to go check you out. Thank you. Um, hell yeah. Man. Hell yeah. Um, hey, hey man, appreciate y'all for having me on there. Um, well, first of all, shout out to you guys, especially Weapon. Uh, weapons always been in my corner, even just as a person. So, you know, whenever he needs me, I'm always there. And he's like one of my favorite low maintenance relationships. So shout out to you. Cause you know, we don't talk all the time, but when we talk, we just, I, I never shut the fuck up. So thank you. Um, <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out, uh, 27 junkie records, uh, shout out tacos way, shout out young Baca Productions. shout out house of needles. Shout out to everybody that supports young cast from Mr. Chow. Uh, look out for my new hoodies and you know what I'm saying my show's coming up got a tour coming up we're going to Houston 
So oh, appreciate everybody. My new single, what you heard coming out soon wait, too. Are you? Yeah. Wait, are, are are shows allowed in Houston? Like live performances? Uh so uh, not not huge ones. Uh, it's more like uh, under the table to- stuff. So like one of those safety first. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 fuck. <laughs> it's oh, one of those man. live social distance events. Yeah. Oh great! That's that's the next super spreader event, man. Now I know where it came from. <laughs> oh, oh come child, on, say sorry. Keep that off the air, man. At least let the man get his hustle. Oh god. <laughs> now you're gonna have Newsome like knocking on your door, right? Right. Oh no. Fuck yeah. Newsome. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, man. Thank hey, you. but but yeah, thank God. You, At least Newsome lifted the damn restaurant order and stuff um yesterday. So yeah, that means we could all get tacos. Outside. Uh, yeah, <laughs> dude, you were overdue. Yeah. Hell yeah, let's do it. No, we in Connecticut. It's not that bad here. Actually, I just went to the gym for the first time today in like two months, and dude, it was it was rough. Just like, oh man, you in yeah. Connecticut, bro? Yeah, dude, it fuck, it's ass. Oh wow, uh, yeah, in Connecticut, bro. It sucks, Connecticut, dude. I would rather be in LA during this pandemic than in Connecticut with no pandemic. Like that's no how, way. That's how much I hate this place. Like, <laughs> Well, you need to invite Mr. Chow over there because it's always living in the city with Mr. Chow. Oh, okay. (laughs) I, 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 you, me and Keith would like take a train to like Manhattan or some shit. Like, like you know, like that's just like what we would do. Or sometimes we go to like Mm we'd find like some city to pop and chill in. But no, this this place this place is dead. Um, (laughs) Well, he's gonna come out as soon as this stuff dies down to California because we actually. Recorded the song and we have to do a video. Oh damn! Which is, Let me hear that. You know, oh yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, no. Definitely. So like, but we're we're working on something else that we could film separately. But this actually requires us to be together. So uh, yeah. Yeah. when he heads down to LA, I'll let y'all know we're all connected. You can buy us all tacos for Mr. Tacos. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I, I so really you guys know. LA. No less than four tacos. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Appreciate y'all, man. All right, guys. Well, it's, it's been you, real. Man. It's, it's, it's great. Oh, one sec. Hold on. All right. All right. Peace out, guys.